Hare Krishna, Vanchakalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhebhacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha. So welcome to our continuation of Srimad Bhagavatam, 11th Canto. We're on chapter 30, which is titled The Disappearance of the Yadu Dynasty, and we've gotten up to text number six. Uh, what's happened so far? Goodness gracious, we just did one text last time. Uh, is that uh, well? In in, in uh, text five, uh, Krishna begins to talk. It says in, in 4, Sukadeva Goswami said, Having observed many disturbing signs in the sky, on the earth, and in outer space, Lord Krishna addressed the Yadus, assembled in the Sudharma Council Hall, as follows. So they're all in Dwarka. And in 5, he says, The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, O leader of the Yad, leaders of the Yadu dynasty, please note all these terrible omens that appeared in Dwarka just like the flags of death. Uh, we should not remain here a moment longer. Uh, nice word here, the uh, uh, Yama Ketava, the banners or the pennants of Yamas, the Lord of Death. So now uh, he continues where uh, text number six. Uh, so I'll read that first. I'll say Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So this is Krishna. He's speaking to the, all the leaders of the Yadu dynasty and Sudharma there. Uh, a symbol, assembly hall broke, brought down from the heavenly planets. <clears throat> so he continues, after pointing out the evil omens in the sky. Uh, so text goes, Striyo balascha vridhascha shankodharam rajantyata Mayam prabhasam yas yamo yatrapatyak saraswati. Uh, the translation is the women, children, and old men should leave the city and go to Shankodhara. We shall go to Prabhasa Shetra, where the river Saraswati flows to the west. So it begins with a list. Uh, Striya Balas Chavridhas. Striya women, Bala, children, and Vridha, old men. Uh, and they should go to this place called uh, uh, Shank, uh, Shankodhara, uh, the holy place. And it says here in the parentheses, and, uh, word for word, this place called uh, halfway between Dwarka and Prabhasa. 
So there's a, you should notice there's a separation, that those who are going to prabhasa are just basically uh, the, uh, those who can fight. So the non-combatants, women, children, and elderly men, uh, they all go to this holy place. Uh, and uh, there from, and then he says, we, vayam, we, we shall go, the rest of us shall go to Prabhasa, uh, that place where the Saraswati River, the Saraswati is no longer visible. It's been described as legendary, but I think geologists have now found the old bed of the Saraswati uh, marked out and underground. Uh, uh, there. So, uh, I think, uh, yeah, it says here in the purport in the BBT, the word Vayam here refers to the able-bodied male members of the Yadu dynasty. So, able-bodied. Uh, so, they're, they're, they're dividing up right here. And, uh, I think that, uh, what did I do? I lost my place here. I was looking at Vishnu Chakravarti's commentary. Yeah. Okay. So he has uh, no commentary there either. Uh, so now, uh, with uh, text 7, <coughs> goes, Tatra Bishishya Suchaya Uposhya Susamahitaha Devata Pujayashyamaha Snapana Lepanarhanai uh, translation is there. Uh, we shall bathe for purification, fast, and fix our minds in meditation. We should then worship the demigods by bathing their images, anointing them with sandalwood pulp, and presenting them various offerings. So it's interesting here. Uh, uh, this uh, this word. Uh, for bathing, it, it uh, connotes a kind of ritual bath. Uh, so f that's why they translate it uh, bathing for purification. Before you undertake religious rituals, you become purified. <coughs> and cl so cleansed by this, uh, this bath. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, Upasya, uh, fasting, susamahitaha, fixing our minds, worship the devatas, uh, 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 pujayashyamaha, we shall worship the devatas, uh, and how, snapana, bathing them, uh, 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 anointing them, uh, here they say smearing with sandalwood pulp, uh, but you can also do other things too. 
and uh, with various uh, offerings. And uh, again, there's no purports here. Um, so then we go on. Um, the next uh, instruction. Remember, he's addressing everybody, giving them all the instructions of what they should do when they get to Prabhasa, uh, also a holy place. Brahmanam uh, stut mahabhagan kritsvasyayana vayam gobhu hriya, excuse me, gobhu shri gobhu hiranyam vasobir gajasvaratta vishmabihi. This says, uh, after performing the expiatory rituals with the help of greatly fortuning, fortunate brahmanas, uh, of greatly fortunate brahmanas, we will worship those brahmanas by offering them cows, land, gold, uh, clothing, elephants, horses, chariots, and dwelling places. So big gifts for the brahmanas. They're, those are the ones that do the ceremonies. And the other dynasty, remember, is a, is a Kshatriya dynasty. And so here they are uh, uh, being given uh, gifts uh, after performing these. Well, it's interesting here, this expiatory rituals. Uh, Swastiyanam, uh, translated here as ceremonies for good fortune. Uh, ayana means basically swastiyana. Swasti is auspiciousness uh, and and progress. So ayana is a process. But you know the Ramayana is the same word uh, that's there, and uh, so uh, swastiyana is also a mantra recited for good fortune or good luck or swastiyana means a means of attaining uh, prosperity. Uh, they call it expiatory rituals, which I thought was a really weird word uh, because usually the meaning of expiation is doing something to atone for something evil. But I looked up the word <laughs> expiate in the Oxford English Dictionary. And an older meaning of expiate, interestingly enough, they say it's obsolete now, to avert evil by religious ceremonies, to avert the evil portended by a prodigy or prophecy. Mm. So that, that future years is sort of, usually now it's like to cleanse somebody from guilt. They've done something bad so they have to expiate. But here, for something in the future. So that's the old meaning of, a, of the word there. Somebody must have looked it up uh, and uh, used this old-fashioned... Uh, uh, so here they're going to very piously... The brahmanas also who have gone with them, they're not going to take part in any kind of... you know. So they'll be 
the, they're going to prepare to leave this world as, as it turns out. So it's good they're giving away a lot of stuff uh, uh, to the uh, uh, to the, the, the brahmanas. Uh, this is what's supposed to happen. The brahmanas are supposed to uh, do their duty, and they're not supposed to ask for anything in exchange. Prabhupada once described that uh, a brahmana's duty is to uh, the, the brahmana is someone who can learn anything and teach anything, and that uh, they live on charity. Uh, uh, and so he said a, a brahmana would go to some village and sit down somewhere, somebody's house, a porch, wherever, and any children, they'd come and teach them, teach them anything. So you'd teach all their children, uh, not ask for any tuition. Whoever came, you'd teach them. Uh, and he said, in this way, India meant free education for everyone, because they just did their dharma, which is to teach. And, and the, the parents, the villagers, say, oh, this nice brahmana, he's coming, uh, he's uh, teaching our children, let's give him uh, some cloth, let's give him food, let's give him whatever. And so they, uh, they never wanted for anything. Try it today and see what happens. <laughs> oh, it's free! <laughs> but anyway, well, the idea is you're getting something for somebody, you should, you know, anyway. But that was that was the, the culture at one time. Um, and, uh, and so if you happen to be Brahmins dealing with royal families like the Yadus, you know, you, you could get a lot... And you're all supposed to give whatever you didn't need, you gave to somebody else, to other brahmanas who didn't have as much. That was another ethical consideration. Uh, so this is what they, uh, they, they're going to perform all these auspicious rituals, and we'll worship them, the brahmanas, get their blessings, and offer them all these kinds of uh, uh, things. And so then Krishna uh, uh, continues, he says, Vidhir Esha Haristogna Mangalayanam Uttamam Devadvidya Gavam Puja Bhuteshu Parabhobhavaha. This is indeed the appropriate process for counteracting our imminent adversity. Remember, the, the omens are all there, something evil they're going to... And it is sure to bring about the highest good fortune. Such worship of the demigods, brahmanas, and cows can earn the highest birth for all living entities. Uh, so this vidhi, uh, uh, vidhi means an enjoined, uh, what you call, uh, I don't know, the optative, uh, you ought to do something, that's vidhi, that's the, that, that verbal forms in Sanskrit is called vidhi-lin, the verbs for what you ought to do, that gives you an injunction. So the vidhi here is the prescribed process. Huh? Uh, uh, 
which uh, Aristagna destroys Arista inauspicious obstacles. Krishna killed a demon named Aristasura. <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> That's his name, bad guy. <laughs> Aristasura, bad demon. And uh, uh, Mangala Ayanam. Mangala means uh, auspicious, good fortune. And uh, and so this worship, and the, the list is here, Deva, uh, the demigods, Dvija, the twice-born, the brahmanas. Birds are also Dvija, by the way. They're born twice, once in an egg and once they hatch. <laughs> Birds are called Dvija. Dvija just means twice-born. And of course, we know this word if you've ever been raised like I was among evangelical Christians. People want to know if you've been born again. Right? Well, that's an old idea. <laughs> the Dvija, the twice born. Dvija, because they receive an initiation, which is like a second birth. Yeah. Well. And then Gava, and the worship of the cows. This part the Christians leave out, unfortunately, uh, to their detriment. Uh, uh, so this is go- earns the best for everybody. Uh, here, here, uh, 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 there's no BBT purport. Uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur just points out that the word Bhavaha, which is translated here as highest birth, uh, he translates it as auspiciousness or glosses it as auspiciousness, the highest auspiciousness. Uh, so that's the way Bhanuswami translates this falling Vishnu Chakravarti. Such worship of the devatas, brahmanas, and cows can earn the highest auspiciousness for all living entities. So that's another. And one highest birth, is that's auspicious. Uh, uh, just not uh, something that helps you this life, but in the next also. That's uh, really good. So now uh, Krishna continues. He says, Itti sarve sama kananya yaddu vridda madudushaha tateti naubir uttirya prabhasam prayayu ratai ratahai Having heard these words from Lord Krishna, the enemy of Madhu, elders of the Yadu dynasty gave their assent, saying, So be it. After crossing over the ocean in boats, they proceeded on chariots to Prabhasa. So now, uh, when they, uh, they, all of them heard it, this Samakaryan, they lent their ears, <laughs> they gave their ears to these words. Uh, 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 the Vridda, the elder members of the Yadu dynasty, uh, from Lord Krishna, who's called Madhudvisha, uh, the uh, enemy of the Madhu demon. Uh, uh, this word, uh, I have a godbrother named Madhudvisha, and this is a name that shows up a lot, Madhudvisha, uh, for Krishna. Uh, uh, in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, 
and the Bhagavatam. Also another name is Madhusudana, the same meaning. I've also found Madhubit, Madhumatana, Madhuripu, you know, this uh, uh, demon. But I, uh, 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 and Prabhupada says about this, using this name here, usually when, you know, there's a name like that, it's significant. So, uh, so Prabhupada mentions in a Bhagavad Gita class in 1966, he talks about this name. Uh, uh, his idea, in the purport, first of all, the purport, uh, one of the Bhagavatam purports to 3.7.19, Prabhupada says, the Lord is the enemy of the Madhu demon, or in other words, he is the enemy of the suffering of his pure devotees. That seems to be the significance of it. And then he said in this Bhagavatam class in September of 66, so he has got unlimited names also. Krishna, of course, is the chief name, but he has got many other unlimited names. So one of these names is Madhusudana, uh, same as yeah, Madhudisha. Well, what is the purport of Madhusudana? Uh, he could be called Krishna, but why in this particular place is that they calling him Madhusudana? Uh, and so then Prabhupada says, that means this mind is as a big demon, just like Madhu. If it is possible to kill the demon, then we can attain yoga, you see. So this particular purpose of Madhusudana, you are a killer of the Madhu demon. Now I think my mind is stronger than this Madhu demon so if you if you can kill it, then it is possible for me to accept this yoga system. The mind is so agitated; <laughs> it's, it's there. Uh, but it's, it's not. It's actually not a pastime of Krishna himself. When he came, he killed many demons, but there wasn't one of these. It happened a long time ago, and that in two thousand seven. Uh, Satyaraj wrote an article that was published in, in Back to Godhead magazine called The Madhusudana Mystery. <laughs> because uh, 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 it's the Madhu demon is only mentioned in, in, the, in the Bhagavatam. And I think the, about the only place where it is a verse is where uh, Prahlad Maharaj in the seventh canto is, is praying to uh, Nasringadev. And he says, uh, 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 My dear Lord, when you appeared as Hayagriva with the head of a horse, uh, actually it really means horse neck, but I guess there's a head, horse head attack. When you appeared as Hayagriva with the head of a horse, you killed two demons known as Madhu and Kaitabat, who were full of the modes of passion and ignorance. Then you delivered the Vedic knowledge to Lord Brahma. For this reason, all the great saints accept your forms as transcendental, untinged by material qualities. So that's this has happened. Uh, uh, it's in the, the story of Madhudimana, as Satyaraj reports. It's in the Kalika Purana, the Devi Bhagavata, the Mahabharata, and Prabhupada also mentions it in, in the Krishna book and in this purport, in this uh, Srimad Bhagavatam purport. And uh, he just, uh, um, 
so so the, the the what happens is that when when Brahma creates the universe, uh, he Brahma is the is a demiurg, a, 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 the creator god. It's like a lower function actually. You know, he's an empowered person. And one of Brahma's name is Veda Garba, uh, which means literally impregnated with the Vedas. Because, uh, in other words, the, the books of knowledge are, are the manual by which Brahma created the universe. Uh, what we have is, the Vedas that we have is a portion of them. But actually there's m- m- a lot more. And so he was given the Vedas, and with those Vedas he created the universe, and then uh, the uh, these uh, these demons came and uh, and uh, uh, stole it away. Um, and uh, let me see where I have this. Oh yeah, I know where it is. Just a second. Uh, I took some notes about Madhu, this, this thing when it happened. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, I didn't take notes on that. I something else. Yeah, so, 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 so this is why uh, uh, th- these Madhus were seized by these original, very early on, uh, uh, demons full of passion and ignorance. That's why it represents the mind. The, the, the mind uh, can, can understand it has the capacity for receiving knowledge if the uh, sattva guna is there. Uh, and so, and knowledge means, I mean the word Veda means knowledge. So you, you can receive that knowledge uh, uh, if the mind is in the mode of goodness. Otherwise, yeah, you can do different things, but you actually have no real knowledge. So this is the knowledge which Brahma used to create the universe. And so when when they were slipped, fell into the ocean, they were retrieved by these demons, uh, a form of uh, the Lord came and, and saved Brahma. And, uh, and so th- that's why uh, this uh, represents the the uh, um, mind uh, uh, and uh, uh, for us for our, the the purification of the of the mind and uh, so he's this is uh, uh, so they they took the words of Krishna they they gave their assent. Uh, uh, ta ta, they said, which way of saying yes, <laughs> so be it. <laughs> ta ta, okay. And then they crossed the ocean because uh, Dwarka was in the sea. Uh, and then uh, by chariot they proceeded to this place of uh, uh, pilgrimage. Uh, and uh, you want you can read Satyaraj's article for the whole story, 
of the Madhusudana mystery. So now, uh, 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 with text 11, they're, uh, they're now at uh, Prabhasa. Uh, tasmin, you see it begins Tasmin there, <coughs> that place, Tasmin Bhagavata Dishtam Yadu Devena Yadavaha Chakru Paramaya Bhaktiya Sarvashreyo Pabrimhita There, with great devotion, the Yadavas uh, performed their religious ceremonies according to the instructions of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, their personal Lord. They also performed various other auspicious rituals. Uh, so Tasmin uh, uh, so in that place, Bhagavata Adishtam, uh, uh, according to what was instructed by Bhagavan, by the Lord, uh, and the Lord is then called here uh, Yadu Devena, Yadu Dev the Lord of the Yadus. When Banu Swami translates this, he, he says they form their religious ceremonies according to the instructions of the Supreme Lord, Lord of the Yadus, Yadu Dev. And uh, uh, when uh, the BBT translation uh, to the instructions of the Supreme Personality got it, their personal Lord, uh, because they are the Yadus, he's the... the I like that kind of, of course, it reminds me of, you know, as you know, I grew up in Texas and Oklahoma part of my life, and I was always asking if I had accepted Jesus in my heart as my personal Savior. Not just as my Savior, but my personal Savior, you know, that has that little something to it, you know, special thing. But here he is actually the very personal Lord of the, the, the Yadus, and his name is Yadu Deva. There here, Vishwanath Chakravarti adds a little note. Uh, this uh, <laughs> interesting, Shreyaha Upabrimhita. Uh, they perform these things uh, enriched Upabrimhita Shreyaha with auspicious rituals, and uh, but uh, Shreyupabrimhita, you know, the the Sandhi. And he says this poetic license, because the actual rule is that uh, if you have a word ending in aha, the, this uh, visarga, uh, and followed by a vowel, that aha should just become a short a. But here it, it merges with the, with, the, with the u to become a, uh, an o. And it's not, it's not, as, not quite proper, but it makes a makes a better sound, so it's poetic license. <laughs> just <laughs> mentions that, you know. Uh, there. So, text 12. Tatastas min mahapanam papur maitreyakamadu dishta vibram shitadhyo yadravayar then their intelligence 
covered by providence, there's a capital P here in the text, they liberally indulging, indulged in drinking the sweet Myrea beverage, which can completely intoxicate the mind. Tata uh, uh, there, then there, then in that place, Tata Tasmin, Mahapanam, a larger amount of drinks of they drink, Papu, papu this Panam, this, are called uh, Myreya, which is Madhu, sweet tasting. Uh, I mean, the word Madhu isn't just another word for sweet or honey. Uh, and everybody knows that if you ferment honey, for sweet tasting things, you get alcohol as a byproduct. Uh, and so this is this beverage which uh, uh, makes them lose their idea, uh, their intelligence, their discrimination. Uh, uh, it disrupts uh, their, uh, its liquid ingredients of that beverage Brashate Matihi uh, disrupts the mind. Uh, Maireya in the dictionary, uh, Sanskrit dictionary, calls it a kind of intoxicating drink, uh, spiritus liquor. <laughs> Some people say it's a kind of beer. I don't know exactly what it is. Then they say it's a combination of sura and asava. But those, again, just basically say rum, something like that. So, uh, uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's, but then, you know, Madhusudana, then again, uh, you know, uh, the Madhu demon. <laughs> I thought maybe that had something to do with it. Uh, Papa did uh, talk about this beverage once in a while. Uh, uh, he says, uh, Prabhupada said that this is a lecture he gave in India, actually, in Surat, in India. He said, uh, he said, uh, wine is made, he was talking about the uh, story of Ajamil, where he encountered a, <coughs> uh, uh, a drunken uh, prostitute. Uh, he says, uh, wine is made from madhu, sugar. And still, all spirit is made from molasses. This is old system. In fact, we were just reading the other day how sugar, as we know it in the West, all comes from India originally. What you had in the West were, was honey. But that was the only sugar. I mean, sugar cane grows in India. And it ended up in the West Indians when they brought it there so you could you know, get sugar. But until then, so sugar actually comes from India. And molasses, you know, there's other, other sugar beets too. I don't know when they showed up in the West. And of course, you uh, palm toddy is another source of, uh, anyway. Proper goes on, this is old system. This is very intoxicating. Rectified spirits, you know, uh, doctors may know, this is made from molasses. Because we were in the chemical line, we know. Now, by chemical line, he means he was a pharmacist. 
<laughs> a chemist, and where Prabhupada said, uh, when he was asked, what did you, what is my household life, I was a chemist, he thought, oh, you know, like we think of a chemist, but in me, it's the British usage, it means a, a pharmacist, <laughs> in the chemical line. So he says, uh, 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 this uh, spirit, I just thought that was interesting. I want to see if Prabhupada talked about this in Madhuri. Anyway, uh, 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 this is where it comes from. Uh, and Vishwa Chakravarti has a long uh, purport on the BBT. They say here... Um, In this verse, this dishta by destiny, this is the word dishta. The word dishta here indicates the desire of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the first chapter of this canto, the curse upon the Yadu dynasty, this incident is elaborately explained. So we have begin, beginning uh, there, it was, it was already started at the beginning of this. The story was started and kind of interrupted. And he gave the whole Uddhava Gita and then comes back to it. Uh, uh, and uh, the Vishwanath Chakravarti uh, Prabhu talks about that. Uh, he says, um, in uh, his commentary, he says, um, he just says, uh, Mariyakam is a type of liquor. And then he says, from this verse till verse 26, the opinions of others, which are not the actual truth, are expressed. He's indicating that this is a kind of uh, a show uh, uh, put on for people, uh, an exterior show. Uh, there was nothing really inauspicious going on. They weren't uh, really drunk in, in a way. Uh, uh, and, uh, and he's already said that, that the, 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 we heard like last week, I guess, that, that Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's quotes, uh, uh, Jiva Goswami saying that when uh, uh, when there was this pilgrimage at Kurukshetra when the whole Yadu dynasty came there and uh, met again with the inhabitants of, of uh, at the period of this time of a solar eclipse at the at Kurukshetra before there was a battle that, and there was a I got to know it was after the battle but there, there was it was a place of pilgrimage for the the Yadu dynasties, Dharma Shetra, Kurukshetra was their their place of pilgrimage. Uh, at that time, there there was a uh, uh, um, a uh, big sacrifice performed, uh, and that secretly the age of Kali in person approached the Lord and said, you know, if you're going to have these Yadus established and powerful like this, I'm not going to be able to start the next age. And asked him for a concession to do something to make it possible. Because 
uh, Jiva Goswami mentions that during that time that Krishna was on the planet, uh, it was just like Satsayuga. I mean, it was very, very pure. It wasn't e even Treta Yuga, it was Satsayuga. And so, uh, 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 so it was not going to be possible for the progression of the Yuga. So he had been uh, uh, importuned in that way. Uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur uh, says here, uh, quote, quoting from the the sixth chapter in the eleventh canto, uh, by bathing at Prabhasa Shetra, by offering uh, tarpanas, that's libations or offerings, to the pitris and devatas, by feeding the worshipable brahmanas with various delicious foodstuffs, and bestowing gifts upon them as the most suitable candidates for charity. That was already discussed back in the sixth chapter of this canto. So we saw it happening. Like sowing seeds, we will certainly cross over the terrible dangers through such acts of charity, just as one can cross over a great ocean in a suitable uh, uh, boat. So he quotes this. And he says, thus the devatas and the strength of the Lord's word overcame the curse of the brahmanas by giving charity. So they, there was a curse uh, earlier on the Yadu dynasty uh, that, 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 that those brahmanas had cursed them. And so the, among, the, among the Yadu dynasty were not only Krishna's associates that descended with them, but many of the devas came. So the devas, when they drank this wine, they disappeared and ascended to Svarga. They came. And it looks like every the Yadus uh, uh, killed themselves. Uh, and he, but according to him, you're, until we get to verse 27, we really not get Krishna's version of this, what really happened. And then he quotes from 3.3.15 uh, the Lord said, and then he quotes this verse, 3.3.15 uh, uh, when they will quarrel among themselves with eyes red because of complete intoxication from liquor, they actually will not die. The cause of their disappearance is otherwise. Only when I decide that they will disappear, they will disappear spontaneously. Uh, 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 and so he, he, quoting this verse, he says, The meaning of the above verse is this, When the quarrel will arise, it is not a method of killing them. That quarrel among them cannot be a cause of their death. Even beating each other with handful of reeds will not kill them. The quarrel and the killing seen by ordinary people are not factual. What was the cause of their destruction? It is other than killing. What is it? When I desire, he's quoting Krishna here, they will simply disappear. That is certain. Swayam sma. 
<laughs> they will disappear spontaneously. So again, he's saying this is what really happened, and there's a kind of a, kind of a show of this quarrel among themselves. But it was by the the will of Krishna, uh, and so again, this is an idea uh, in, in this verse of, of translating this word with with dishta, destiny or fate, or as they say here, the desire of the supreme personality of Godhead. This is what what happened. We're out of time now, huh? So we will we will stop there and uh, continue with text number uh, 13. So you got to understand, like the first description is not the the you know that's the appearance. Okay. So we'll see if there are any questions or comments. You'll get some instructions on how to do that from the various means of communications at our hands. If you're on MyPort TV, you can type in your question into the chat box or use the chat feature on rsdasa.com. If you're on Facebook, you can just type in a question into the comments there. Or if you're on the phone, press star six and I'll unmute yourself. And we have um, a live on. studio audience, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. Um, Kendra asks, he says, these days we're so far removed from Vedic culture that people don't spontaneously give charity to Brahmanas. Under such circumstances, are brahmanas still not supposed to ask for anything? Uh, they're not really. Uh, uh, well, what, what it says about a brahmana, you could ask. You, you, you may get it. Um, um, uh, one devotee wrote, Prabhupada, is it all right to accept welfare from the government? And, and uh, uh, Prabhupada said, yes. It's the duties of the kshatriyas to support the brahmanas. So that's what that's the ones that are supposed to get it from the from the from the if the government's supposed to be kshatriyas, you know, as we see, it's often not. But that's 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 what it that's what it uh, that's that's what it should be. Uh, uh, but people don't uh, uh, give in charity and and. Uh, don't know that who the uh, yeah the the brahmanas are not are not supported now, uh, but uh, it, yeah it used to be uh, in 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 that time, and what a brahmana can do what it says in the text in the Bhagavatam that what a brahmana should do is if there's no charity. Uh, and they have to do something, then they can do a little business. Uh, but what they can't do is become somebody's employee. <laughs> now, if you get a paycheck, it means you're a, sh a shudra. I mean, you get people like in Chaitanya Leela, uh, Ramananda Roy, for example, regarded himself as a shudra. He was a he was a minister of the state. He ran whole province for the king, but he was a civil servant. And because he was a servant, he was considered a shudra. Once you're on somebody's payroll, you're a shudra. Even though you get a high pay, you're a shudra. Uh, uh, Vaishas are self-employed. 
and that's what a Brahmin is supposed to do in emergency condition uh, 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 like that. So that's what that's what the the injunctions are. Any questions here? No? Okay, so next week we'll pick up. We've gotten up to yeah, text number 14. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.